Hello and welcome, folks, to the Doc Bryant Show. I am your host, Doc Bryant. Why, Doc? Because I am and was a Fleet Marine Force Navy Hospital Corpsman combat medic for the Navy and the Marine Corps, and Doc is what they call us, and Doc is the name that is tattooed on my soul. I would like to start out today's show by bidding a very fond farewell to somebody who I have commented on once or twice in the show, Megan Rapinoe. Yes, let's give her let's give her a round of applause, folks. Megan Rapinoe ends her career with missed penalty kick that costs the U.S. the World Cup. Not that anybody really noticed. Megan Rapinoe is very very well known for her uh, leftist victimhood, her support of leftist victimhood, and her hatred, her hatred of the country that she represents or represented on the soccer team, the U.S. women's soccer team. And she led the majority of those players in constant protest and, again, constant hatred of the country that they theoretically represented. This was absolutely despicable. And the the fact that it was allowed to continue just boggles my mind. Absolutely boggles my mind. If you hate this country so much, then leave. This is not a difficult concept, and don't give me this garbage of, well, I was born here, and this is my home, so I can... No, 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 no. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. You can make your home, as in your house, within the four walls of your house, or however many walls you happen to have, any way you want, yes, as long as whatever you have going on in your house doesn't spill out into the neighborhood and affect the neighborhood or affect your city or state or country. You can do pretty much whatever you want within your four walls. But you cannot decide for everybody else how the country that you live in is supposed to go. That's how a constitutional republic works. In a constitutional republic, we all get a say in how things go. Okay? Note I did not say democracy because the United States is not a democracy. Reference Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution of the United States, which states that Congress must provide for the people of the United States, a Republican form of government. You don't believe me? Look it up. Anyway, back to the subject. I do not know how these American-hating harpies were allowed to continue to play on a team that represented America. I don't get it. Now, as to the loss... As to the 
United States being eliminated the earliest they have ever been eliminated in a World Cup. I didn't follow this this tournament. Uh, I typically don't follow soccer a whole lot. Um, I just kind of casually do. I certainly don't follow... Well, that's not true. I do follow some women's soccer a little bit in college and stuff like that on occasion. But again, I wasn't following this. Um, I haven't really been following sports in general uh, a whole lot, partially because of the 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 woke cancer that infected it uh starting with uh, uh what's his name um uh, Kaepernick Colin Kaepernick uh and and so I really haven't been following uh sports that much matter of fact I I actually stopped uh being interested in NFL football which was like my main sport uh, back in 2001, uh, I started realizing that, uh, and this was when I was still in the military, I, I realized that me and my buddies were getting paid next to nothing to put our lives on the line uh, for our fellow countrymen, while these guys in the NFL were getting paid millions of dollars uh, to play a game. And and nothing against that. I mean, if 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 you can make millions of dollars in your hustle, more power to you. Okay, I get it, and and I get the fact that I volunteered into that job, and I'm I'm, well, that's that's another story. Um, but the 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 main point is that I I just kind of lost interest. It's it's just these guys aren't like me. They don't represent me, you know. Uh, and I was a die-hard, rabid Steelers fan for years since the '70s. I grew up in the '70s watching the Steelers, and I grew up just a rabid, rabid Steelers fan. They actually did a study a few years ago as far as who, uh, as far as the mental stability of the various fan bases of the of the. Uh, uh, of the NFL and the absolutely most mentally unstable fan base uh, of the NFL were Steelers fans, and it's true, and we're proud of it. Uh, <laughs> we're absolutely insane, but I lost interest, so I haven't really been following sports a whole lot. I still kind of follow baseball more or less because it's been relatively untouched by the cancer that is wokeness, but. The cancer that is wokeness has damaged professional sports greatly. It has cost professional sports money, starting with Colin Kaepernick. And the wokeness that has infected, the woke cancer that has infected professional sports is entirely based on lies. 100% lies. Again, uh, I, I reference that uh, liberalism, Marxism, socialism, wokeism, whatever ism you want to call it, because it's all the same thing. Ultimately, it's all the same thing. It is all based on 
constant victimhood, eternal victimhood. You have to have eternal victimhood. They create on purpose, excuse me, eternal victims. People who are eternally oppressed because that way you can not only demand equality because equality is not what they want, folks, but you can constantly demand special treatment. And that is what Marxism, socialism, communism, wokeism, liberalism, progressivism, whatever ism you want to call it, is all about. That is what it's all about. And in professional sports, this perennial victimhood, I'm actually not sure I'm using that term perennial correctly. I think perennial primarily refers to plants. But we'll go with it for now. This eternal victimhood that is established in order to uh, demand special treatment has been based on lies. 100% lies. Verifiable, objective lies. Colin Kaepernick started his protests based on a lie. Based on the lie that police in the United States all over the United States, systemically were hunting down and murdering unarmed black men. That was his reason, reason for taking a knee and, and disrespecting the United States of America, disrespecting the... Uh, the national anthem, disrespecting the United States military. And he, he, later had, he later had to backpedal, but he specifically stated initially when he started his protestations that, that he was protesting the United States blanket. And... And the United States military was involved in that because, of course, we were exporting our oppression abroad. <clears throat> Oddly enough, to a certain extent, it turns out in that particular instance, he was kind of right. But it wasn't the U.S. military's fault. It was the fault of the empire builders in Washington, D.C. <clears throat> but again, that's a discussion for another time. Either way, the concept that police were hunting down and murdering black men wholesale was proven radically false. I mean, objectively, amazingly false. Could not have come up with a bigger fallacy than that. You, we, we uh, were able to look at the actual crime statistics, the actual statistics on police shootings. And uh, at the time, at the time that Kaepernick was, was, had started this garbage, um, 
we had statistics from the previous two years that showed that of all of the police shootings that occurred in the United States, only 19 police shootings, only 19 police shootings involved unarmed black men. That was at the time. 19 out of all of the police-involved shootings in that year. That, that indicates that if the police as a system in the United States had a mission of hunting down and murdering unarmed black men, they sucked at it. Okay? They absolutely sucked at it. This, of course, helped to spawn the whole Black Lives Matter movement and, and all of that garbage. And, and the honest truth to why Kaepernick was doing this was because he'd been benched. And he, his, he and his narcissistic self could not tolerate that he wanted to be first string and the fact of the matter was based on his numbers for the NFL he honestly didn't even deserve to be third string he sucked i'm not going to say he sucked because he was in the NFL and you don't get into the NFL for sucking but from NFL standards he sucked if you were looking at uh, just quarterback standards in the NFL in general. He was not that good. And so he got benched. And because he got benched, he started to fall into irrelevancy. And the only way that he saw to maintain any relevancy was to become political. Now, I do not know if that was the case for Megan Rapinoe. And I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. I, I don't... I do not make a habit of mispronouncing people's names uh, to disparage them. I don't know why, but mispronouncing people's names is a uh, kind of a pet peeve for me. It just irritates me. And I, again, I don't know why, because it doesn't happen to me personally. It's never happened to me personally, because I've got a very easy to pronounce name. Uh, there's... Uh, there's absolutely no way that you could mispronounce my name unless you really, really tried. But for some reason, mispronouncing people's names is its a, just a pet peeve of mine. So I really hope that I am not mispronouncing her name because I've heard it pronounced multiple ways. I'm going to go with Rapineau. I could be wrong. It could be Rapineau. I've heard Rapin. I don't know. Either way. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. She, uh, I, I don't know uh, much about her prowess in soccer, and I'm going to go ahead and, and suspect that she's actually very good. Uh, a lot of people were surprised that she missed this kick. Um, so she's got to be pretty good. Uh, so I, I can't take that away from her. I can't say that she got into her political stance because of whatever. I, 
my guess is, and this is just a guess, is that she got into her political stance uh, because she got radicalized through her sexual identity, her sexuality. Um, and, and she got radicalized through that. And, and I think through some kind of connection, uh, with Colin Kaepernick actually. So like a cancer, it just spreads. And she picked up this, uh, mantle of, uh, equal pay for women, which is another fallacy that has objectively been proven false especially when it comes to professional soccer in professional soccer at least when it comes to the u.s uh, the u.s soccer teams but in professional soccer first of all and this is a fact professional sports i think across the board it is a fact that men's sports draw more money make a higher profit, a vastly higher profit than women's sports do. As a matter of fact, uh, the way I understand it, the women's NBA loses money for the NBA. Constantly loses money. It's constantly in the red. Um, but exists solely as almost a political social statement, some kind of thing, but it doesn't make a profit. The WNBA simply doesn't make a profit. I don't know if that's the case for women's soccer. I don't think so. I think women's soccer uh, actually does produce some kind of revenue. Um, simply because soccer is uh, a wider watched sport worldwide than than uh basketball is uh and i have to admit that i have uh even though i played uh back when i was a kid i never really got into it until uh my kids started playing soccer and then i actually started getting into it um but i digress women's soccer does not make anywhere near the amount of money that men's soccer does whether they make a profit or not. And I believe they do. I'm pretty sure women's soccer does make a profit. Because men, the men, their salary is derived from 7% of the revenue made by the men's soccer team. And the women's salary is derived from, I think, 20 or 24% of the revenue of the women's soccer team. So from a strictly proportional standpoint, the women actually make more money than the men from a proportional standpoint. And that is important. Now, that shows that Megan Rapinoe is not interested in equality. She's interested in equity. Now, in order for that to happen, I would imagine that she would have to take more, much, much more than 24% of the revenue 
that the women's soccer team makes, perhaps more than 100%. Again, I'm just spitballing here. She might have to cut into, she and her teammates might have to cut into the men's soccer team revenue in order to make the same amount of money as the men do. Uh, as is the case with the WNBA. The WNBA, because the women's team does not produce a profit, has to cut into the revenue of the men's NBA in order to pay the women's, uh, the women players. And folks, that just ain't fair. I mean, if we're talking about fair, if we're talking about equality, if you're interested in actual fairness, that's not fair. All right? It, it, it is not, but it is very Marxist. It is extremely Marxist. From each according to his ability, to each according to their need, to quote Marx and Engels. Um, but that's not fair. Okay, it doesn't make and and let's put it uh let's put it in terms of uh car sales. All right, if you've got one car salesperson, male or female, who manages to sell 30 cars in a month. And then you've got a car salesman who, and let's say they've been there for the same amount of time, because, you know, if somebody's just coming in, they, they do, they, they bolster them and lift them up a little bit. But let's say you've got two people who've been there for the same amount of time. One of them sells 30 cars and one of them sells five cars during the month. The person who sold 30 cars deserves to make more money than the person who sold five. It's just a fact. The person who, the carpenter who builds a hundred houses deserves more money than the carpenter who builds four houses in the same amount of time. It's just a fact. If you do not produce a lot of revenue, you don't make a lot of money. Let's put it in terms of podcasting. I've been podcasting for, oh, less than a year, maybe a year, maybe a little more than a year. I, I actually haven't been keeping count. Maybe a year. Okay. I do not deserve, and I, and I have like no sponsors, and the ads that are put on my show are, uh, ads from who I don't even know what kind of ads are put on my show because they're put on there by whoever is hosting my podcast. I make zero revenue from this right now. I do not deserve to make the same amount of money as say, um, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's got the biggest podcast in America. And and I don't deserve to make the money that he makes on his podcast. Because I haven't put in the time. 
I haven't got the gig down yet. Right now, it's just me talking about stuff that I find interesting. Um, so I don't deserve to make that kind of money. Megan Rapinoe and her crew don't deserve to make the exact same amount of money as the men do because they simply don't produce the revenue. It's that simple. She even said on a, on a recent interview, people were asking, you know, uh, how the fans could help. And she even said, well, start buying tickets and buy merchandise and stuff like that. She admitted that they weren't making the same kind of revenue right there and that the way that they get paid, the way that they get a pay increase is with an increase in revenue. That's the market. That's reality, folks. And of course, as I have stated multiple times, if there is one thing that the left hates more than anything else in the universe, it's reality. They hate reality. Now back to this back to the women's soccer team. The people that I feel for the most, well, there's two groups of people that I feel for the most in this particular situation. I actually do feel bad for Megan Rapinoe. I really do. I honestly do. I don't hate her. I don't hate anybody, okay? I really, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for Colin Kaepernick. I feel bad for people who buy into this victim mentality, this, oh, poor me, garbage. And I've said this again multiple multiple times, and I'm going to keep saying it. God did not make you to be a victim. You're not a victim. God made you with a bunch of enormous potential. Look at the talent that Megan Rapinoe has, and, and this is the saddest part. The amount of talent that Megan Rapinoe has, the amount of talent that Colin Kaepernick has, he might not be, you know, elite NFL quarterback material, but doggone it, he is or was NFL quarterback material. Okay, again, you don't get into the NFL because you suck. But but this victim mentality, one of the things that I have heard over and over again from uh, psychologists, psychiatrists, mental health professionals across the board is that self-talk can be an amazing, helpful thing or it can be the most damaging thing in your life. There is nothing more damaging to somebody than negative self-talk. And if you are constantly telling yourself and other people that you are a victim, that you are incapable of rising above your environment, rising above your hardships, that you are just going to lay down and get trampled on, whether in reality or in your mind, which in for the vast majority of time, it's in your mind. 
it's all in your head that you're telling yourself this, then guess what's going to happen? One of my favorite quotes from one of my, my arguably, nah, he is my favorite general, and forgive me, my Marine Corps brethren, but George S. Patton, my favorite general of all time. And I'm pretty sure that he got this, or, or he coined it from, uh, uh, from uh, Stoic philosophy. I'm positive he did. I just can't think of who it is right off hand, uh, whether it's Seneca or, or uh, 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 Epictetus. I, I don't know. But the man who thinks he can and the man who thinks he can't are both right. If you tell yourself that you're a victim, then you will behave like a victim. And that victim mentality will get in your head and your performance will suffer. But if you tell yourself that you're better than that and and top-notch, you really want to get into it, if you acknowledge that you were created special as an individual by a God who loves you as a father loves his child, then you can't be defeated. You know, look at Megan Rapinoe who by all intents is a very talented individual. And then contrast her. Contrast her with um, David Goggins, retired Navy SEAL chief David Goggins, who is one of my heroes. Okay, you want to talk about hardship? You want to talk about difficulty, folks? Read his book. He is a black man. He was over 300 pounds. And he was, for a long time, he bought into the victim mentality, the victimhood mentality. And then one day... It just hit him. And he wasn't going to be a victim anymore. And he started running. And he started working out. And he became the first ever... Not it, Very few black men get into the Navy SEALs. I think it's in the 30s or something like that. It's a very low number. It, it's just very difficult and and i think part of it has to do with just the swimming aspect of it uh i think that's the main thing but either way goggins went through 3 hell weeks because of injury he got rolled back he came back he didn't quit he came back 3 hell weeks this guy went through most guys who make it through buds only have to go through one. He went through three. He also 
went through and made it through the Army Ranger school. And he went through uh, Air Force, uh, there's some kind of, uh, it's not the PJs, uh, some kind of uh, elite Air Force training. He's the only person to have ever gone through and qualified through SEALs, Navy, or Army Rangers, and uh, whatever this Air Force thing was. Um, I can't remember what it was. But it's a, an elite Air Force uh, qualification. He's the only one. Colin Kaepernick, compared to David Goggins, has zero, has been oppressed, zero, has overcome, zero, nothing compared to David Goggins. You read his book. He went through real oppression. He went through real racism. He suffered real abuse at the hands of a really abusive father, had to his poor single mother had to raise him herself. He was dirt poor, and he rose above that to become one of the most elite warriors in American history. I might be overstating that just a little bit, but just by a little bit. And he's still an amazing elite individual. So in no way whatsoever... Comparatively speaking, comparing David Goggins to Megan Rapinoe or Colin Kaepernick in no way whatsoever has Megan Rapinoe or Colin Kaepernick suffered any oppression or even discomfort. Yet we can see the difference. Megan Rapinoe constant victim. Colin Kaepernick, constant victim. Megan Rapinoe is now going to join Colin Kaepernick in the miserable former athlete Hall of Fame. I have never met a happy liberal. I've never met a happy woke person. Never. Because they have the mentality of victimhood. Constant, constant victimhood. And that is what keeps them down. It's not the man that is keeping you down. It is not your skin color that is keeping you down. It is not your gender that is keeping you down. It is not your economic situation that is keeping you down. It's not the government that's keeping you down. It is your mindset that is keeping you down. It is you telling yourself that you are a victim. It is you telling yourself that you can't do it. And folks, if you tell yourself you can't do it, you're not even going to try. You're not even going to start. And if you don't try and you don't start, then you damn sure will not succeed. Guaranteed 100% every single time. If you quit, you won't succeed. 
we have a saying in Marine Corps marksmanship. I was a Marine Corps marksmanship instructor. You miss every single bullseye that you don't take a shot at. You miss every single target that you don't take a shot at. If you quit up here, then you won't succeed. Period. End of sentence. And you expect other people who do go out there, who do put out and who do bust their asses to give you something for free because you quit? Because you quit, you think you deserve somebody else's stuff? No. No, 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 no. You do not. Nobody deserves anybody else's stuff. You do not deserve anybody else's success. You know why? Because you didn't do anything to get there. And don't tell me you can't get there. Because there is a man called David Goggins who was in worse shape than you will ever be in, more than likely. And maybe he's in the same shape that you're in. And he became one of the greatest, again, one of the greatest warriors one of the most elite warriors in U.S. history. I, I really, really strongly recommend everybody watching this. Look up David Goggins. Look up David Goggins. He has multiple videos. Look him up on YouTube. He's, he's been interviewed multiple times. Read his books. Read his first book, which I believe is, is called uh, Can't Hurt Me. Hang on just a second. Yeah, Can't Hurt Me. Just found it for you. There you go. That's David Goggins, Navy SEAL Chief. For those of you who don't know what a chief is, that's at a, a, uh, a higher-ranking NCO, non-commissioned officer in the United States Navy. Uh, and those are the guys that run the Navy. Navy chief right there. Love my chiefs. Those are the guys. If you want to get something done in the Navy, you talk to your chief. Chief, senior chief, master chief, those are the guys that get stuff done. David Goggins is insane. Absolutely insane as far as athletics is concerned. Dude runs like 200-mile races and crazy stuff like that. He, he ran a race with broken legs one time just so that he could qualify for a race that was even longer. It was like 70 miles, I think, he ran. He had to duct tape his feet because they were broken to keep them together so that he could continue running. He had, he had uh, micro-fractures or hairline fractures in his uh, in his tibias, as I understand it, 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 dude, dude is insane, and and he just does this stuff. And one of his things is every day, every day, do something that sucks. Find something that you don't want to do, something that you hate to do, and do it. Do something that sucks. Build up your discipline. Make yourself uncomfortable. As a matter of fact, what you need to do is he puts it, become comfortable 
being uncomfortable. Become comfortable in discomfort. And this dude is an inspiration to me. Okay. I had my own uh, demons that I had to battle through for, for 50 years, basically. And I've only just started coming out of my, uh, my self-imposed victimhood. So I'm not talking out of my ass here. I'm coming out of it too. And I'm, I'm doing what I've got to do to get there. And you can do it too. Stop being a victim. But to get back to what I was saying about uh, the, the people that I feel bad about with regards to the women's soccer team, I feel bad for the women who do support this country. I think there's three of them on the team. I've seen pictures of, you know, everybody taking a knee except for three of them standing there with their hands over their hearts and heads bowed. I feel bad for them because their teammates brought them down. Their teammates' victimhood brought them down. And I pray that they get a chance. I pray that they get a chance to go back in 2027. And I, I hear that it, it might be held here in Mexico. So I hope that they get a chance to go back. And I hope very much that whoever runs the U.S. soccer team thing, administration, whatever, whoever makes the decisions, purges the team. Purges the team. Get rid of those American-hating victim harpies. Not because they hate America. That's just one reason. Yes, that's part of it, actually. Yes, because if you hate the United States, you got no business representing them on a sports team. That's the truth. That's it. It's a fact. If you hate the United States and you want to play soccer, go frickin' to Canada. Pick a better country and go there and represent their soccer team. I'm sure that they would be happy to have you. If you're any good at soccer. Okay. But they need to be purged not only because they hate this country and they have no business representing it, but because their victim mentality, which quite frankly, they're going to carry to any country they go to. But their victim mentality is dragging the team down. The man who thinks he can and the man who thinks he can't are both right. Stop being a victim. Stop being a victim. Go read Goggin's book. If you find yourself in a, even if you don't find yourself in a victimhood state, but especially if you do, go read Goggin's book. Stop being a victim. I'm going to pray for y'all. All right. If you like what you heard, hit the like and subscribe button down below. You can hit me up in the comments. You can also reach me at Doc Bryant Show, all one word, at zohomail.com, Z-O-H-O mail.com. You can get my videos on Rumble, BitChute, and Odyssey, and you can find my podcast 
the Doc Bryant Show anywhere you can get podcasts except for Apple because I will not fill out their paperwork. Once again, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Doc Bryant out.